you, EBO. Thanks, Tony. Communications of the Motor Vehicle Program Manager at MoDOT, Heather Lubert, is joining us to talk about how we're fighting human trafficking in Missouri. Good morning, Heather. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Trying to stay warm. Oh, well, good luck with that. We've got the <laughs> heat crank that I'm in here. Do we have a furnace? What's going on? Oh, it's so cold, but um, we'll get through it. We always do. Um, I don't think people understand, you know, everybody's angry about slavery as well they should be. Slavery has never gone away. Um, it's It's been less obvious over the years, but we have people who are enslaved, and it's right under our noses, isn't it? Uh, yes, that is correct. Um, human trafficking is a real issue happening across the country, including in the state of Missouri. Yeah. Well, it, some I've been told that we're a hub, especially in the St. Louis area in Kansas City. Um, yeah, we are often considered a hub um, due in part to the fact that we have the seventh largest transportation system in the U.S. And, you know, we're just strategically situated right dab in the middle in the heart of the United States. So we have a lot of highways that traverse our state and we have a lot of motorists um, that utilize those roadways. How do we how do we do anything, though? Because we can't tell. I mean, we we run a human trafficking, you know, PSA saying if you see, you know, a bunch of different people being moved in and out of a house or whatever, say something, call the police, even if you don't know if it's something. But how do you how do you recognize it as just a regular person? Um, it, it just takes a lot of awareness and education upon yourself. So if we all took a minute to just educate ourselves on what the reality of human trafficking is and what it looks like and then ultimately what to do, we can make a lot of great strides um, on combating this horrific crime. Yeah. You know, I've always told the grandkids, they're not even allowed to go in the men's bathroom. I don't care if they're teenagers. If we, if we go to a rest stop, they go with me. It's that simple. We all go in the same bathroom. I don't give a crap because I'm not being separated from them for even one second because that's how long it takes for them to be gone. Yeah. Um, I mean, there there's definitely, um, you know, harm and potential um, uh, potential issues anywhere that we travel nowadays. That is true. Mm-hmm. Um, being aware of our surroundings, being aware of um, those that are, you know, moving around us is obviously the, the key indicator for all of this. So if you're at a rest stop or a gas station or a convenience store or even a hotel or, or whatever, some of the prime spots I, I know that there are because I've read your report, um, how do we not be a victim? You know, we can say learn learn what to look for, but what do we look for? Yeah, um, some of the common um, indicators of human trafficking are just things to, to be aware of as you are moving around your day-to-day, you know, life around individuals is just to watch for things that seem out of the normal. And I, I know that that's easier said than done, but there are some common red flags um, and indicators for human trafficking, and, and those include things like individuals that don't seem to be in control of themselves, whether that be their possession, their money, their identification. Um, maybe they're not even allowed to speak for themselves. And in those same situations, oftentimes they maintain a lack of eye contact with anybody who's attempting to communicate or look their way. You know, they may just keep their eyes um, uh, um, directed towards their trafficker only. So that type of body language that indicates that they're either uncomfortable where they are um, or that they don't want to be in a situation they are is 
generally a red flag of anybody who's in danger. It may not just be human trafficking, but those are often indicators of human trafficking. Yeah, and if you're driving Um, down the road and somebody's mouthing the word to you, help, if they look mm -hmm. at you out a window, call 911. Mm -hmm. And even if it's a prank, I mean, still, it could not be. You never know. Exactly. Yeah. Um, their action is, is what we all need to take. And one of the best quotes I've ever read is that prevention is easier than rescue. So if we were all just aware of those situations, you know, somebody doing a hand signal to us, they're mouthing the word help. Um, you know, if you're in a restroom with them and they seem to be indicating that they need help as well, calling the law enforcement authorities and allowing them to investigate the situation is the best way that we can do because you don't know um, what an individual is going through. And it's not our position as, you know, just regular day citizens doing our business to be the authorities to investigate that. Right. And you know what? Everybody's got a phone with a camera on it. You can snap a license plate super easy. Uh, Absolutely. These people aren't stupid, though. They tend to switch vehicles quite often. But how prevalent is human trafficking in Missouri? Do we have any statistics yeah, we do have some statistics. Unfortunately, um, with a lot of the national databases, the, the data is a little slow to come through and get calculated and, and published um, on a public forum. But the 2021 data that is available to us from the National Human Trafficking Hotline indicates that there were a little over a 1,000 um, calls, texts, and tips that were submitted just to the hotline. And so that's important to understand that that's just contact made with the hotline. That's not even just local law enforcement and addition. In Missouri? But in Missouri, yeah. Oh a little over gosh. 1,100 calls, texts, and tips that were submitted, and about 32% of those were from victims and survivors themselves. So, you know, you've got the other 68% coming from community members, family members, friends, colleagues, um, law enforcement, you name it. And out of those 1,100 calls, texts, and tips that were submitted, um, 240 cases of human trafficking were actually identified out of those with 327 victims. Um, And so that ranked us in 2021, that ranked us as ninth in the country of the number of cases that were open and actually identified out of those um, calls, tips, and texts that were submitted. That makes me, I am, I am absolutely nauseated. I'm so nauseous right now. I don't know, I don't even know what to say because y'all think that they're just taking them to make them work. No, they're sex slaves is basically what they are. That's that's what they're doing to these babies and young people and sometimes older people. It just depends on what they're looking for that day. Um, but your staff, is it part of their training to be on the lookout? Yes. Um, we signed a pledge back in 2018, and we've been making it our responsibility every year to do training for our employees because we know that we're in a unique position to have an everyday presence on our roadways. And being the Missouri Department of Transportation, we obviously have a responsibility to maintain our roadways and our bridges and, and construction projects. But in that same mission, we have a duty to keep a safe and reliable transportation system for those that just want to utilize our transportation system. And unfortunately, trafficking is utilizing our roadways for the benefit of that trafficker. And so we have taken it upon ourselves to um, produce various training materials, and we want to make sure that our employees who are out and about on our roadways and um, in the public make sure that they understand what human trafficking is, how to spot it, and ultimately what to do, because that's the really key part. We can all witness it. We can all suspect it. But then if we're uncomfortable to say anything, we're not helping the issue. Yeah, and 
I always harp about people being in the country illegally, but they are definitely a target because they know the people who take them know they don't want to be sent back to where they came from. So they'll force them to work for like nothing and then keep them as slaves. Yeah, human trafficking uh, often is a result of manipulation, and it does target individuals who are in a bad situation that don't have a way out. That's so, it's so sickening. Is there a number or a or a way to text or something so that I mean, if we make it too complicated, people aren't going to remember how to help. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, first and foremost, if you if you foresee that an individual is in immediate danger and they are signaling that they need help, nine one one is the easiest number that we are all trained from childhood on to know. So call nine one one. Get the local law enforcement authorities involved. Share with them what you're witnessing, license plates, vehicle descriptions, individual descriptions. Where are you? What time of day are you? Or what time of day is it? Where's the vehicle heading or where are the people heading? Let 911 do their job um, to contact the individuals to investigate it. Um, beyond just 911, we can all call or text the National Human Trafficking Hotline. Um, again, like you said, that number is not as easy to remember, but it's something that we can all place in our phones or we can just Google real quick because we all have, you know, usually a smartphone mm-hmm. readily accessible to us. And the National Human Trafficking Hotline is 888-373-7888. Or um, if you're a text person, you can just text a message um, to their hotline. And that text number is just 233-733. And that stands for Be Free. That stands for Be Free. So you can text. easier for me to remember. Yeah. Text Be Free um, to that number, and um, that will alert the hotline, and the hotline can coordinate with the law enforcement in the respective area you are. Because oftentimes, if, if we're traveling, we as individuals may not even know exactly what portion of a state or county or city that we're in. So mm-hmm. they will connect with the law enforcement that is in that area. Well, you have a smartphone. Get a, get a picture of the car. Um, don't let them know that you're like actively chasing them or 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 you could cause bigger problems but maybe take pictures of road signs and so at least there's a starting point for absolutely. law enforcement yeah yeah absolutely we would never advise anybody mm-hmm. to approach a trafficker or intervene because you just don't know the level of relationship or physical control that is being exerted between the trafficker and their victim so call the hotline or call local police and allow law enforcement to um take care of the situation yeah put the brakes on human trafficking um i'm not a vigilante but i'd follow them i would i'm that guy i'm that <laughs> i'm that girl i i mean i would i would do that just because i wouldn't want to lose sight of them because if they didn't catch them i don't know that i'd ever be able to sleep again because these these people i mean they're people people yep the, the, these are people who are being treated like animals and I, worse than animals and I just can't, I can't fathom of it. So we've got to do everything we can. Remember, it's be free. You can text that or call 911. MoDOT's on the lookout. We need to be on the lookout. Let's put the brakes on human trafficking. Can they go to your website to learn more? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you just um, Google put the brakes on human trafficking or MoDOT human trafficking, either one, you'll find a web page that has some information and some resources. And again, the, the number one thing that all of us can do is just educate ourselves and be aware of the things to look for and ultimately if you see something say something yeah and i'd rather have you be wrong when you see something 
than for you to do nothing and be right. So absolutely, please say something. Heather, thank you so much. Yep. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. Bye-bye.